Hi everyone, and welcome to the 110th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Chiro! Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing good, just enjoying, you know, post-Thanksgiving stuff. Ah, that's awesome. So, uh, this episode should be releasing on November 29th. That is an important day in the Square Enix community. That's that is the it's day a, it's that it's definitely a big day for them. It's a big day, so you know, after ten years, six months, and I think like eighteen days, <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen will finally be releasing for better or for worse. Let's see what what it has to has to offer. I'm I'm keeping. Uh, I'll just say where I'm at right now. Uh, we are recording on the twenty sixth, so this is way in advance. Well, 26th for me, at least. Uh, I think it's the 25th for you, right, Chiro? It's still the 25th. Still the 25th for you. I'm in Japan, so it's 26th for me. And, uh, you know, I haven't seen no spoilers of nothing. I haven't seen no impressions. I'm not going to read any reviews. I'm just going to play the game on release day when it comes out, and I will make my own opinions based on what I play. Churro, yeah. you're the opposite. <laughs> I'm the very opposite. I've spoiled myself of everything. The story, the characters, the final boss, the ending, you name it. I know it all. I've seen it all. And um, let's just leave it like that. Yeah. So we'll see what we think about it in the future uh, once we've actually both played it in its entirety. Um, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. Hopefully... Uh, there's a bright future for Final Fantasy, regardless of what happens with 15. So, moving on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> moving on. For you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and we're presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, YouTube.com, slash Vids, and... Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is Cage Ultimania. Okay, I just want to address something real quick, and it's with regards to this the the last thing that I said. YouTube.com slash Cage Fits. We need to have a we need to have a, an intervention about YouTube. Yes. Uh, Do, so, detail, Brendan. So here's the situation. So we have not posted to YouTube in a long time. Anything. At least on our YouTube. Final Fantasy Union, they're killing it on YouTube. We are uh, killed. <laughs> they're We're killing done. it. There's We're killed. Not even a Phoenix, Phoenix down can raise us. Not even a Phoenix. Well, maybe. Maybe. So here's the thing. Uh, the current situation and the reason why it's th- there's been nothing on YouTube and why we haven't done deep dive streams. I, I said it before I went to Japan, but uh, maybe uh, maybe it wasn't as clear how long this would be. But basically, uh, currently I do have internet here in Japan, but it's DSL. It's terrible. This is really, really, really bad internet. Like I'm talking sometimes 240p videos on YouTube is hard for me. Like that's how bad I'm talking. But uh, the my entire town is in the process of upgrading to uh, Dokomo Hikari Fiber, which is the super sexy internet you always hear about on the internet <laughs> on you on articles when they say oh man america's internet sucks so bad look at how good internet in japan and south korea is like that's the internet that i'm gonna get that kind of internet gigabit per second internet and it's cheap 
but I live so out in the middle of nowhere that we don't have that yet, even though most of Japan has had it for a while now. So it's taken time. That's that's my current issue. That's why there hasn't been deep dive streams, and that's why there hasn't been uploads to YouTube uh, since I've come to Japan. Because I'm the one who, uh, at least with regard with regards to YouTube, I'm the one who makes the videos. I'm the one who edits them and uploads them. And even in America, that was hard. That was a challenge in America to do because you know we're talking very you know multiple gigabyte f- size files being uploaded. Uh, and definitely actually like the hardest was the deep dive stream. Cause like we're talking, I'm uploading upwards of like almost a hundred gigs a month. And that was really killing me, uh, on Comcast. So, uh, from what I hear, there's no bandwidth caps on Dokomo Hikari. So I'm just waiting when we get Dokomo Hikari, this is what's going to happen. Uh, video uploads to YouTube will return as they did as they existed in the past and hopefully uh we can get back to doing some streaming now the current situation with streaming games is concerned with the with the deep dive stream is uh here's my console setup i have a pc and i have a ps4 pro now one of these things can play kingdom hearts 2 which is the next game we have to play and it's not my ps4 pro yet <laughs> That's not until March. Yeah, that's not till March. So here's here's the deal. I personally would want to wait until March to pick up the the uh, to pick up Kingdom Hearts two, just because that version of the game is going to be the best version of the game imaginable. I probably won't be able to stream in sixty FPS, I, or actually on my internet I probably could because it'll be super sexy internet. I'm more concerned about you guys. I don't think you. I don't think if I gave you the stream, most of our watchers could actually see the 60 FPS. And I don't know if you know Churro, but does does Twitch support 60 FPS if you're not a partner? Hmm. I don't think it does. I don't. I don't think so. Like I have Twitch Prime, and I don't see the 60 frames per second option on there. Yeah. Like, like when. Um. Yeah, I think that might be something only if you get for being a partner. So there's I'm not, that. I'm not, I'm not even close to be a partner anyway, so I don't even Yeah. <laughs> there's that. And then, I mean, there's also the possibility that I could record. I could record the video in 60 FPS and maybe on YouTube I could re- uh, release that at 60 FPS. That's another option. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for the deep dive stream. Now, personally, what I'm thinking is the triumphant return of the deep dive stream. If all goes well and I will have my nice sexy internet by then, the triumphant return of the deep dive stream will happen with 2.8. And I know it's going out of order. I'm sorry, but I, I missed you guys. So this is what's coming soon and is accessible to me. I could play Kingdom Hearts 2 emulated if I wanted to, and I could do that, you know, immediately when I get my internet, whenever that happens. But, uh, you know, I, I would rather just wait for the full collection to be released and then we could just play the best version and just have it have it like that. So that's the, cur- that's, right. that's the current that's that's the current situation. I'm sorry, guys, that, you know, we've been absent from YouTube, that we've been absent from streaming. Uh, it's, you know, I didn't anticipate the, the Internet to be so dire in the country that is supposed to be the country with the second best Internet in the world. Uh 
it is it is the country with the second best internet in the world, just not where I'm at. <laughs> not yet. Where I'm at. Where I'm at, it's you know, it's almost bottom of the barrel. I mean it's not dial up, it's DSL. It's just just mostly bad. Anyway, moving on to the new or to the <laughs> to the uh to the segments of the show. So we have two segments uh this show. We got news, we got questions. In the way of announcements, uh as always, if you guys like the show and you want to support us, help us get better, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKH Union. Just pledge a dollar and get access to a special podcast called Please Be Excited, which uh me and Churro we're gonna be on the next one, so check that out and then uh uh moving on our patreon executive producers for this episode are as follows we've got barry norton who is at nortron zero we have christian burge joey hinkle who is at orin darkrend we've got lewis james satria jajazudarma who is at satria 625 rubin on twitter skylar loveless william trengrove who is at varnish the azure we have chris morales eric decker who is at choco taco we have Harley Crawley, who is at DarkZTOkami. We have Jonathan Gonzalez, who is oh it's who is at oh it's just Johnny on Twitter. We have Josh McNabb, who is at J2K9, Michael Graham, Thorin Bullen, who is at Massacre23, and sure if you can take these last ones. We got Zach Duranto at ZDuranto58, Alex Troutman at Akira Namejin, Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson, Genesis. Alejandro at Junison7, Jason Rivera at Neo Arcadiac, Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J, Keith Field at The Mighty Keith, Chris Russell at The Ninja Max, Manning Franks at Like underscore Peyton, Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail, Muhammad Quayam, Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Neck 95, Rachel Casterston at Obera Yun Rain oh Obera Yun Ray, sorry. We have Vita Nitas at V underscore Tron five thousand and Zelda clone at Apes Type Novels. Thank you for all your support. Thank you guys so much. We love you. We love you. And be a part of the show. Send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. Send us one, send us twenty. We always love new questions. All right, moving on to the news. Our first bit of news is with regards to the uh, new World Tour concert dates. So uh, Kingdom Hearts World Tour is going to be a a massive concert tour starting next year uh, for Kingdom Hearts' 15th year anniversary. And uh, some new dates were added. Uh, The dates are as follows. We have Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia for May 13th, 2017. We've got another date for Los Angeles, June 11th at the Dolby Theater. Uh, currently, that's is that three concert dates? The 10th, the 11th, and the 14th, I think? Yes, sir. That's correct. Okay. And then we've got June 23rd for New York, which also has June 24th, I think? Yes. That's yes, the one June I'm 24th. going to, the 24th. Okay, cool. And you're also going to one of the, or both of the... Yeah, I'm going to the June 10th and June 14th in LA as well. I may... Okay. I may go to the um, 11th one in L.A., Mm -hmm. and I might consider the 23rd of New York one, too. Just Mm -hmm. I may not just invest in a VIP ticket. Okay, that that sounds good. Uh, I also might go to five shows, so yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) That sounds awesome. And then uh, next we've got uh, Osaka, Japan, July 8th, 2017. That's the one I think I'm going to try to go to. So we'll we'll see. 
I'll do it. I'll try. I just need to, uh, when the uh, survey, or not the survey, the lottery is revealed, I'll have to try really hard to figure out the lottery. Send in all your prayers. Yeah, please. Uh, apparently there is actually a really good uh, airline that flies into the Osaka area uh, that's real close by. So I'll uh, see if I can make use of that. All right, and uh, so yeah, that's that's the current situation on the uh, World Tour concert. Moving on, there was a, a lot of new screenshots and character renders released uh, on various different uh, magazines and Square Enix's own official site and press outlets and stuff like that. So yeah, basically, they've got new character renders for uh, Aqua and Mickey from uh, 0.2 and then a lot of back cover characters uh, got their own character renders. You can see them. And they're looking really good. They're definitely looking a lot more polished. Mickey in particular. Oh my goodness. He looks he looks so good in his character render. He looks like he's supposed to in his character render. Unlike how he's been looking since E3. Now, uh, on Twitter, I, bas- I-, I kind of want to address something that I said on Twitter. I-, I said Mickey was fixed. He's fixed, finally. And... Uh, I'm just going to say, now that I've seen uh, more shots of him, or at least one more shot of him, I'm not personally too sure he's entirely fixed. He's definitely improved. I will admit that he is improved. But, um, so the model that we can see in the character render looks really good in that one shot, in that one cherry pick shot, he looks great. But in the shot that they show of him in the actual cutscene. Uh, I guess mid animation, he still has that really weird looking face or uh, he still has a really weird looking face. It's just not as weird as it was uh, when we saw him last in the trailer. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, My personal feeling is that I think what happened is they've updated the model, which is good, but they have not updated the animations to take advantage of the differences in the model, uh, or they haven't updated the rig, the actual animation, uh, all the bones in the face that control the way the face moves. Uh, because basically, so, so the main issue is his mouth. Uh, basically, Mickey's mouth uh, goes really wide, and he's got really deep dimples into his cheeks. Like, they actually like dig in deep into his cheeks. And that's how he's been modeled uh, for a long time in the Kingdom Hearts games. Um, not in Kingdom Hearts 1, because they didn't have a high-poly model for Mickey in Kingdom Hearts 1, but they did have a high-poly model for Minnie in Kingdom Hearts 1, and she did have that same uh, design. So they figured it out back then, back in 2002, and all the Mickey model- models have been based on that style all the way through even until Dream Drop Distance, and even in the same collection, in Dream Drop Distance, the Mickey model in Dream Drop Distance is way better than the one that's in 0.2. I don't know why they changed it. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. They're clearly improving it. They've got time still, and even if they screw it up for 0.2, there's still time until Kingdom Hearts 3. So We hope. We hope, we hope exactly. We hope. Uh, at the very least, look, if if it's messed up in the game, if it's messed up in 0.2, this is what you got to do. You got to get on, get on your Twitters, get on your Facebooks, get on your YouTubes and say, hey, man, why, why are you messing with Mickey? He's like, the he's, you fought really hard to get Mickey in your game square. 
don't 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 you know don't waste your hard efforts you can use mickey as much as you want now don't don't let him down he's he's uh an important character he just turned i don't know how many years old <laughs> recently it was like his uh i don't know millionth year birthday or something i don't know he still looks young he still looks still looks young except in sexting uh kingdom hearts in kingdom hearts 0.2 it looks like he got a, a bad facelift right <laughs> Oh man, lay off the Botox, Mickey. You don't. You're, you're not that old. Uh, all right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, also uh, released in this batch, uh, there have been many shots of back cover, and oh my goodness, back cover looks so good. Like whoa, like it looks really cinematic and beautiful. Churro, what do you? How do you feel about the way back cover's looking, cutscene wise? It's it's amazing. It's gonna look so beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Like it, out of everything that I've seen, like this is definitely the most cinematic. And uh I'm really excited because everything we've heard is that back cover is what they're targeting for Kingdom Hearts 3's cutscenes. And I'm really happy about that because I'm really happy to see that they're really caring about the cutscenes cuz cutscenes still matter, guys. This is a JRPG. You got to make sure your cutscenes look good. So, I'm really happy that they're focusing a lot on cutscenes and I don't know for me personally it feels like lately these days with a lot of JRPGs and just games that have that are supposed to have a lot of cutscenes these days tend to be cheaping out on cutscenes you know they're cutting cutscenes they're not they're not animating as much obviously they're more expensive to make of course there's a reason why you know they're moving up in quality so it's really hard to make them at the volume that they used to make them at but well, a company like Square Enix they always try to you know do more than you know the status quo exactly exactly and i think to to sometimes it's to their detriment because then they can't make the volume that they they need to make so i'm hoping for kingdom hearts the fact that uh the fact that we have back cover the fact that they're producing effectively an hour-long movie, you know, that they're able to to churn out that much content, I'm hoping that that's a good sign for Kingdom Hearts 3. That, look, look guys, we figured out how to churn out a lot of really awesome looking cutscenes, and uh, this is just a, a, a preview of what we're going to be doing in Kingdom Hearts 3. I hope they stay strong and have lots of content in Kingdom Hearts 3. That's my hope. Also, the cutscenes look way better than Final Fantasy XV's cutscenes. <laughs> I just, oh. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Uh, well, that's true, that, though. You know, you're just, yeah. just calling it like you see it. I'm just calling it like I see it. They look better, and uh, th- that's not a knock against Luminous. Luminous can do good cutscenes too. Uh, I don't know why they look the way they do in 15, but we'll see. I hope 15's cutscenes are good. <laughs> oh, man. We'll find out. In, well, you'll find out in three days. I'll find out in three days. You guys are finding out real time. Oh, man. Are they good? It, t- talk to your talk to your iPod slash podcast listening device of choice. Are they good? Can you tell me? <laughs> Please tell me they're good. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Something like that. All right. Moving on to the question segment. Uh, as always, if you guys want your questions featured on the show, please send them to khuquestions at gmail.com. Uh, Churro, can you take this first question? 
Yes, this one from Chris Willis, and he asks, at the end of the first game, Sora and the gang end up in a meadow. What is that meadow, and how do they end up there from the realm of darkness? So that's a good question. I'm surprised, you know, we were talking about this before. We're surprised that we haven't been asked this earlier. <laughs> we might have, but I, I don't know if we have. So let's answer it now. So I'm not 100% sure that it's ever like fully explained, but I let's talk about what we do know about this area in particular. So the area that he's referring to is this big grassy green meadow uh, that they're in at the end of King Hearts 1. It's where they end up after they close the Realm of Darkness, the, the door to the Realm of Darkness. Uh, they're running in that field. And then in Chain of Memories, uh, Sora appears there. And uh, and uh, he that that's how he eventually goes down some road. We don't know which one. Apparently, he ends up at a crossroads. And you can assume that one of those roads led to Castle Oblivion. And uh, we also see it at the end of Chain of Memories when Riku is leaving castle oblivion and at some point he takes one of those roads the road to dawn he describes it as and he just uh he just heads down that road and i guess he ends up in we don't really know where he ends up first (laughs) after after chain of memories but uh we do know that at least one of the roads goes to castle oblivion that much we do know so i I guess we can really ever explained yeah, there really is no explanation. So my best guess is that it's similar in function to remember in Kingdom Hearts 2 where um, where you go from the data version of Twilight Town into the real version of of the world that never was. There's that weird, crazy, like cloudy area that you walk through. I yeah. kind of feel like it's sort of like that, like the lanes in between, you know, it's, it's some sort of in between realm. I also get like a Traverse town kind of vibe from it. You know how, so in dream drop distance, they explain that Traverse town is a place that appears to people who have lost their worlds and it can appear in many different forms. I kind of feel it's kind of like that. So that they were just in the, in the realm or they were just outside of the realm of darkness. They're in the middle of nothingness and they close the realm of darkness. What happens? <laughs> it was probably just, you know, they were just transported there after all the worlds, you know, rebuilt itself. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking is. So that's probably what you can sort of think of is the nature of that world. What that world is. We don't know. Maybe it's somehow like there's been theories that it's connected to twilight town. Like, because they're like, if you look at Twilight Town, and this is just, you know, this is completely baseless. Let me just asterisk. These theories are completely baseless. Just roll with me. Take it with like the tiniest grain of salt ever. It's 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 not something to to write home about. But you know, just roll with me. So if you look at Twilight Town, the uh, surrounding environment around Twilight Town. I'm not talking about the city, but outside of the city. It actually looks a lot like the the grassy fields that Sora and the gang find themselves in at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. So I'm not saying that that is like, like you're in the world that Twilight Town is in. I'm not saying that. But what it could be is that maybe at some point that's what Inamora intended from a design standpoint. 
and he designed them in that way to so that they would be connected but as far as as of right now that has not been explored whatsoever and there is absolutely no basis in the game at all to believe that i'm just saying that personally as an artist looking at the way that that meadow looks and looking at the way the meadow looks like outside of twilight town they look visually similar enough that i would uh personally feel that they could be plausibly connected story-wise also maybe like it's really unclear where twilight town sits in the worlds it's not too super clear how much in the realm of light it is because it's clearly at least connected enough to the realm in between that you can get to uh the world that never was from there i don't know it's confusing Cheryl, what do you think uh honestly like i said you know there's one of the one of the few things that was left unexplained by Nomura and mm-hmm. in, it can just only be something that was just put in there to show that our heroes went, you know, made it out of the realm of darkness safely. And Exactly. That's the main <laughs> function of that world is that, okay, this world exists because it's there to show, look, they didn't die. <laughs> that's, literally, are, you know. that's literally all you can say 100% sure is that that's why it's there. Is that they didn't die. But, like, yeah. I I mean, beyond that, man, there's really nothing else we can say. Like, there's nothing there's nothing official about that be, about that area beyond they were there after it clo- after they closed the realm of darkness. They used it to get to uh they used one of the roads maybe to get to Castle Oblivion. Somehow that was connected, and Riku used it to get out of wherever he was in castle oblivion that's literally all we know about that area so that's all it's confirmed and there's a lot of you know interesting places it could be connected to but we really don't know oh the other place it appears in is deep dive (laughs) there you go but it's really just a shot from chain of memory so there's really nothing else also the opening of kingdom hearts 2 that's all we that's literally all it's appeared in okay so Take, take that for what you will. All right, moving on. The next question comes from Matthew. Maybe he's like Cher. He's the <laughs> no last name. He's just Matthew. All right, so Matthew asks, I was having a discussion about the Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts, and at one point, I mistakenly referred to Yuna as a Disney princess. That made me wonder, if the princesses of heart were Final Fantasy characters, who would they be? My personal list is Princess Sarah from Final Fantasy 1, Arya from Final Fantasy 3, Rosa Joanna Farrell from Final Fantasy 4, Renoa Hartley from Final Fantasy 8, Yuna from Final Fantasy 10, Alma Beowulf, Beowulf, French name, Alma something or other from Final Fantasy Tactics, and Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts. So Churro, uh, what would be your list? Oh man! Uh, first one would be Cloud. Second, Squall. <laughs> because they because they are so Cloud, Cloud and Drag. Cloud and Drag for sure. Definitely. I mean, there's not really a lot of. I mean, are they talking about like, like for sure, like princes or just like whatever character? I guess, I kind of like how. Mind. Yeah, I think it's kind of like any character you want, and like if you think about how the like the. For example, the uh, Disney princesses are at like for the earlier ones, like a lot of them are actually princesses. And then 
Or are any of them princesses? Wait, are are any of them princesses? Or do they just look like princesses at some point in the movie? Cinderella, I, like, I, mean, I guess Cinderella became a princess. Snow White, assume you can assume she became a princess because she probably men- uh, married Prince Charming. And then there was Aurora. She also got in with a prince. So I guess these were all characters that became princesses at some point. And because uh, like I cause Jasmine was when you a look prince, at this list, some of these princess. people like are princesses pretty much. Yeah, and it's like, some of them are, but Alice wasn't. Alice yeah. isn't a princess. But the list that he gave us for Final Fantasy characters, a lot of these were pretty much like were almost the same situation. Pretty much are princesses in some sort of way. Yeah, I guess just pick a pick a girl. <laughs> pick I seven would, girls. I would probably say I would love to have Aerith as a princess because she, yeah, cause, definitely. You know her whole thing of praying to holy. You know that's yeah, really princessy. Yeah, definitely. I, I I I would also agree. Aerith is definitely on my list. And then of course you have Princess Garnet. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'm down with you there. Definitely Princess Garnet. Uh, I think I, I think I think Terra would make a good one. For yeah. Six. Just to be different, I'll say Celis, but yeah, I also agree Terra would be good. Yeah, I don't honestly. I don't know that many uh, of the characters from the older Final Fantasies. I guess the green hair girl from <laughs> four. Uh, Rida? Is that Rida? Yeah, Aragia? that Rydia, Rydia, Lydia, yeah. that one. Yeah, that girl. And uh, I'm just to be a troll. I'm gonna say Stella from Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. <laughs> Stella is pretty just, much the way of Shion. It's kind of like who? Yeah, just to just to be a troll. And in my mind, in this universe where Final Fantasy characters are the uh, are the Disney are, are the princesses of heart, uh, Nomura is being a troll back to Tapana right. <laughs> just by. Just would, by forcing would, Stella into if, everything he does. If we're gonna add uh, girls from MMOs, I would definitely say Preach from Final Fantasy Eleven, who appears cool. in the Chains of Promethea storyline, and then Yostola from Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. I would love to see them be princesses because both characters all have that princessy. Yeah. To them, except for Preach. Preach is more of like a tomboyish thing, but yeah. I, I think I think she'd be like, uh, you know, um, Wreck It Ralph. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Vanellope became, you know, a princess, and then she kind of like didn't want to be a princess, and she wanted to be herself. That's what kind yeah, of exactly. is, pretty much. Yeah. So speaking on that, there is one character in Matthew's list that I don't I don't want to say no that she can't do it, but I kind of feel like based on how the Disney characters are, I feel like she can't be it. And it's Renoa Hartley. And my reasoning is... Okay, so for one... Also, warning, warning, warning. Final Fantasy VIII spoilers incoming. Like, major ones. Major Final Fantasy VIII spoilers incoming. How long incoming. has it been since VIII was released? I know, I'm just saying. But just Almost warning. If if you haven't played VIII, VIII's really good. And if you feel disenfranchised by fifteen, go play VIII. Seriously, go <laughs> play VIII. There you go. So, uh, that, that, that aside. Final Fantasy VIII... Uh, so one reason is a big plot spoiler is that Renoa Hartley is a sorceress, a horrible, evil sorceress in the future, but in the present time, she's not, she just gets possessed by a sorceress and then ends up becoming the sorceress. 
So th- that for one is bad. That's sort of a uh, one mark against her. But even if let's say that never happened or that for real, for real, for real in the ending of final fantasy eight, they really did solve that, which uh, for a lot of people, they're not a hundred percent sure if that was solved, but let's assume that it was even in that case going based on her personality. Okay. For one, she's not a princess. She's like the daughter of, Oh, she's the daughter of general Carraway, who I guess is kind of like a, a mayor. So that kind of makes her a little bit of a a daughter of a man in charge. I don't know, whatever. She's not really a princess. Beyond that, to me, her personality, if I had to equate it to a Disney character, it would be Ariel. Ariel is not a Disney princess. And if I had to give a reason for why she's not a Disney princess, is she's the least princessy of all the princesses. And I think if if Ariel can't be a Disney prince or one of the princesses of heart, then Renoa Hartley has no right to be a princess of heart. Even though I personally think I would love for her to be a, a princess of heart, but I don't think she would fit the bill. She's uh, for one, she's an evil sorceress, and for two, uh, she's kind of uh, she she doesn't really fit the princess role. That's my thing. But yeah, I'm definitely with you with uh, with Aerith. That's good. I'm I'm with uh, my Matthew on Yuna for sure. I'm with you on uh, Princess Garnet, obviously, because she's princess already. And let's go with Celis. That's four. And then Rydia. That's five. And then I just need one more, and then I'll cop out with Kyrie. Princess Ash from Twelve. <sighs> but I hate twelve. <laughs> and I hate lightning. Lightning, no. Definitely not lightning. Lightning. You love lightning. <laughs> lightning is not the answer. Oh, man. She must not it's, be forgotten. Uh, it's like that uh, It's like that uh, cut scene uh, from Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> not lightning. Not lightning. <laughs> she has oh, no heart. Lightning. Ah, no. Here what about, it is. What about, okay. what about her sister, Sarah? No, 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 no. No 13 characters. 13 didn't happen. <laughs> Stella, Stella is the sixth, and Stella, then finally Stella it's Kyrie. Stella does not exist anymore. She exists more than lightning now, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> she exists to me. She's real to me, just like that one YouTube video of that guy uh, talking about the WWE, and he's like, "It's real to me. Wrestling's real, man." That that's how Stella is for me. She's real to me, man. Can't you can't tell me. change that. You can't change that, exactly. All right, moving on to the last question. True. Yeah, this one's by Eiffel65. My question for Cage Union is I recently bought a PS4 Pro. It only have a 1080p HDTV with no HDR or 4K capabilities, of course. Will I receive any benefits when I play on Kingdom Hearts 2.8 or Kingdom Hearts 3? If so, what exactly will I benefit from? from without having a 4k tv or hdr thank you and i've been listening for years okay well thank you so much for all the sports okay so let's talk about pro and uh non-4k hdr tvs so in the case of the ps4 pro at the end of the day it's all based off of what the uh developer of the game decides to do with the game so that's that's number one number one is Whatever the developer decides to do for the game, that's what you that's what you will get. Now that sounds really obvious, but I just want to be clear here that because it's in the developer's hands, that means 
on a game-to-game basis, it's different. So just because uh, in one game they get, you know, a certain you know, certain upgrades doesn't mean you can expect the same upgrades in a different game. When it comes to PS4 Pro, each game is different. So just because Final Fantasy 15 has certain uh, benefits doesn't mean Kingdom Hearts will have those same benefits and vice versa. So I just want to get that out of the way. Now, what is very common and what most games do receive is some sort of an upscale to 4K, which we've talked about in the past. Now, for 1080p users, 1080p display users, this uh, upgrade in resolution, you're not going to see a 4K image on your screen. But what you will get is effectively, that means not actually, but in effect, that because this upscale has happened, you will have a what will be perceived as anti-aliasing. Now, what is aliasing? So aliasing is when you have a 3D model and you have like a curved surface and you have these horrible, ugly, jaggy lines. If you remember playing Kingdom Hearts 2 on the PS2, uh, if you remember playing Kingdom Hearts 1 on the PS2 and you had these terrible, jaggy lines over every model, that's aliasing. So those jaggies, uh, basically they exist because the resolution is very low. So it's very difficult to use to draw smooth surfaces with very few amounts of pixels. With the more pixels that you have, the more smooth the surfaces can be. So, you know, just just follow me there. The more pixels you have, the smoother the surface will be. So even, even if you downscale that image, that 4K image down to a 1080p image, you still have the benefit of creating those round surfaces in the 4K resolution. So in effect, you will have a smoother image. It will be like you got sexy anti-aliasing on top of your game, whatever it is. Now, to learn more about what that is, like, cause that's a, that is a big topic. You know, why, why, why is it that rendering at a low resolution produces aliasing? Why is it that, uh, you know, if, if there's aliasing in rendered images, like, images rendered by a computer uh, at, you know, let's say uh, 640 by 480. That's what what standard definition is. Why is there aliasing in Kingdom Hearts, but there isn't aliasing in uh, Jurassic Park or Toy Story? Why in those movies, which are also the same resolution, why do those movies not have aliasing that's a bigger topic which i could discuss but we don't have time for on the show it's a much bigger topic but it's basically all about samples and the more samples you get the less aliasing you have and in when it comes to movies they got as many samples as they want and it when it comes to real life real life has infinite samples because you can always go smaller uh, and zoom into the image more so that's that's the basics of it. It's all about samples, and in pre-rendered movies, you gotta as much as you want, and in real life, it's infinite. So in the case of 4K, it's like you're getting double the samples. That's all. So it's like you're getting free anti-aliasing. <laughs> I know it's complicated. I'm sorry, but that's that's basically what you're gonna get. At the end of the day, when you play on a 1080p TV. Uh, and it's rendering in 4K, the image is just going to look cleaner. That's the main thing you can get for sure. Beyond that, if the developer also chooses to add any other special effects, 
you'll also benefit from that too. So for example, in Final Fantasy 15, one of the uh, options that you have is high quality mode. And uh, one of the options is they have better uh, shading on the foliage. So the foliage looks better. And the foliage actually has a longer draw distance. So uh, grass it can be seen for farther and farther distances. It's a lot more lush looking on, on the high quality mode. So if there's any features like that, where they're like actually changing things that the game does, like, like it literally has, there's literally more grass being rendered on the pro version of Final Fantasy 15. If there's anything like that in Kingdom Hearts, obviously you would get that too. So if there's anything like, oh, better textures or better, you know, maybe, uh, maybe the explosions have more particles in them, for example. Like any like special effects like that, if they choose to do something like that, obviously you would still get that and you would still see that. Uh, but the only thing that I can say you can probably expect is better image quality because they will somehow create a 4K image and it will be downsampled to your 1080p TV and you will have a cleaner image. So if I had to summarize, cleaner image and if there's anything extra that they add, you'll get that too. There. That's that's the TLDR version. Cleaner image and any extra stuff they add. And, it's, it's, and people have to understand that it's not really a big requirement for 4K TV. Exactly. The 4K requirement is not like super major. Um, though I will say personally, from playing the Judgment Disc demo of uh, Final Fantasy XV, my favorite new thing that I've experienced is the HDR. So... But if you don't have it, you won't you won't miss it. There you go. So if you're in the market for a new TV, definitely look for one with HDR. I personally feel like it's a worthy upgrade. But if you're not in the market for a new TV, uh, don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. And I actually, at least personally, in, in my experience, the biggest benefits I've seen in HDR have been in like the daytime scenes in Final Fantasy 15. Uh, I think it's because my TV is a little lower end. So um, if you get a low end HDR TV, apparently like like these lower end TVs tend to specialize in certain things. And it seems like my TV is really, really good at really bright things, but it's not good at dark things. (laughs) Whereas if you get like a high end HDR TV, they're good at everything. So that's another thing to consider. HDR TVs... Are, that's still new technology, so uh, you know, don't fret. It, it might still be better just to wait for HDR. I only bought HDR so I can, uh, you know, at least see what it's like and see what it's like in Kingdom Hearts. Anyway, so I hope I hope that answered your question. Churro, that, was did, good, that was a good question. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks. Yeah, it, uh, uh, I mean, it's it's difficult because I know Sony hasn't really been like addressing it too much. I would say, frankly, Sony's uh, marketing of the PS4 Pro has been pretty bad when it's actually really, it's a really good console and really good technology. It's just, they've really been dropping the ball on how to explain it. And I understand why, because it's kind of hard to explain because it's it's a very technical subject. And when you sell something, you have to really simplify it. And What do you think Apple does in their... Exactly. They, do, they do it really well. Exactly. They do it really well, so... Yeah, we'll we'll see what Sony does with their uh, messaging on PS4 Pro. But yeah, if I had to give them uh, any any feedback, uh, yeah, just say, 
hey, for 1080p users, you can expect cleaner, uh, cleaner images and uh, extra special effects. And that's it. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds sexy enough to sell a console, but that's that's what's happening. So anyway, it's very sexy. It's very sexy. Anyway, moving on to the music. For for the music for this episode, we have an awesome piano duet coming from a good friend of ours, David Russell. He's from uh, Project to Study and also uh, Keisuke8 on YouTube. So check out David Russell on YouTube. This is Duet of the Keyblade Masters. It is a piano duet cover of Darkness of the Unknown from Kingdom Hearts 2. It's really good, so please enjoy it. Moving on, our next Kingdom Hearts Union comes out on the 13th of December, so see you then. By then, <laughs> we'll have uh, completed Final Fantasy XV. What a world that will be. Right. And uh, also, um, will uh, PSX already be over by then? Yeah, it's literally next weekend. Yeah, unfortunately, there's no, there's confirmed no Kingdom Hearts there, or at least no Square Enix there. Square so. Enix is not at, not there at all. Some people are saying they will that not be there. Several companies weren't listed last year, but they mm-hmm. still showed up in a surprise. So that could happen. But I, with I don't them think focusing so. on Final Fantasy 15, like literally exactly. like four days before, you know, I think they're probably just gonna set it, sit it out and just deal with yeah, you know, exactly. Final Fantasy 15 releasing. I would say at best you might see uh some demo stations for 15 like they had at pax and stuff but yeah most likely you know because you know how more likely at the sony booth because sony booth always has like like uh yeah 15 demos and 2.8 demos so we'll see exactly yeah you might see a 2.8 demo there but don't expect much but uh there's definitely going to be a persona 5 demo there oh boy tell me that up Tell me absolutely nothing about that. Thank you. I, I will tell you absolutely <laughs> everything about it. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And also, Persona 5, it got delayed, right? It yep, to April to April. Oh, man. It missed Valentine's Day. It can't yeah. steal my heart. Well, if you didn't have plans, now you can make plans. Again. <laughs> now I can make plans. Yay. Oh, that's great. Oh, I, I guess he, that, that could be a, a feature. Look. We just want to make sure you can have romance in real life. Oh, man. Anyway, moving on. Uh, As always, you can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one. Yay. And, of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com. YouTube.com slash KGNewBits. (laughs) You can catch most of the episodes there. And in the future, you'll be able to catch uh, every uh, future episode there, too. In the future, when I get good internet. And Shiro. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter. Uh, Ultimania. Rest in yes. peace, Ultimania. Rip in peace. Oh, man. And uh, uh, remember, as always, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Uh, and also, send us your questions to khunquestions at gmail.com. All right, Chiro, it's that time again. It's goodbye time. It's goodbye time. Um, wait, December 13th is the date of the next one, right? When yep. it's released. That's yep. close to uh, Jump Festa. Oh, I, boy. I, I, think Jeff, I think Jump Festa may be not that Saturday, but probably the next Saturday. So it's getting close. Yeah, yeah, getting close. We'll see if there's anything at, uh, at Jump Festa, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, well... Obviously, we won't be covering it on next episode because our next episode will happen before Jump Festa. But I guess maybe, 
maybe we'll be lucky and there'll be some like magazines in advance that uh hype it up definitely sometimes that happens so uh yeah uh anyway say goodbyes bye guys it's been real and thanks for listening yeah thank you for listening see you next time i'm brandon saying goodbye this has been a kingdomheartsunion.com production